Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. We're glad to have you with us today. Please join us also on the web at www.boldenterprises.com. Well, we call ourselves Bold Enterprises Cultural Architects. Yeah, what does that mean, Carl? I don't know. Let's, <laughs> del- let's delve in that to that today. That's right. Uh, we no, wanna... today we're introducing the idea of looking at the workplace as a culture. That's a culture of its own. You've got friends from all over the world, and they bring the distinctives of their nationality, that sort of culture, to um, everything they do. But workplaces themselves have a culture. Tell us more about that. Well, we want to be real intentional about how we set things up. You know, we you can go into some offices and they'll be um, like everybody's frantic and busy all the time, almost a workaholic culture. Just the whole demeanor of how everything's structured will give off that atmosphere and affect how everybody works. Others could be very casual and laid back and creative. Others are kind of people-oriented and people are given a lot of discretion about what they do and you work that all together in an ethos forms so that it actually ends up attracting certain kinds of employees and not attracting others. It works itself out in, in a variety of ways and what we want to get at is to make sure those ways are working for us instead of against us and a lot of what frustrates us and what people hate about work are actually things that are in their control that they don't realize they're in control because they take it for granted because it's in the background. It's the culture. So what we're saying is by identifying some attributes of the workplace culture that we are in, we can actually help to change that. Exactly. We can design what kind of culture we would like to have and what kind of place we would like to go to every day that would actually help us get the things we want to do done better, more energy, more focus, Well, according to our own style, it would help us choose where we work as well. So, Carl, what are some of those attributes that we should be looking for in identifying a workplace culture? Well, we're going to look at three, kind of to simplify it and focus our efforts. But that's just to avoid saying everything really contributes to it. Mm -hmm. Pick any aspect of how you go about your work, the attitude that you come to work, how you structure your office, and it'll contribute to the, the overall feel and ethos that's there. But we're going to look at values, how your values come out, processes that you value the quality, if you value the professional attributes of your employees, that'll affect the culture. Another area we'll look at is our practices, how we actually do things and set things up and structure work. And then finally, we'll look at the atmosphere we set and whether we are frantic or casual, whether we're having a good time, whether we've got our nose to the grindstone, whether we work independently, whether we share coffee or lunch, a lot of little things go together to create an atmosphere and vary the whole spectrum of what is energizing and contributes to doing a good job and what works against it. And what we're trying to do is when you are in a particular workplace situation, you say, oh, this place is just too competitive or it's too this or it's too that, to actually say, oh, there's reasons behind why you're feeling this. There are certain values and practices and atmospheres that contribute to it being that way. And you can do something to change it. Exactly. And if it's core to what that firm is about, then that might be a clue that that's not the place for you. Mm -hmm. So that we're not advocating for a certain kind of culture being better than all the others. It's being intentional about how we do things and being able to spot what works for us so that we can move on when it's time to move on. Or as you suggested, be a part of making it the way you'd like it to be. Well, help us to kind of grasp this idea by giving us a, a few examples of maybe an, a working culture, whether unhealthy or healthy. 
Well, right now, probably one of the most prevalent in our culture would be the workaholic culture that thinks more can be done and more money can be made by working more hours, more of the time, at a faster pace. The only criteria for performance is more, 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 more. And you go in these places and desks are disorganized and piled because everyone's behind. Everyone has more to do that they can do. And so work is, everybody's behaving that way. Everyone's late. Everyone's having their assistant call to explain that they're going to be, they're about to be at the meeting. They'll be there in 20 minutes. And that can take its toll. Well, on the positive side, you got everybody having the same, you know, get in there and work real hard. Negative side, you the stress that goes along with it is just palpable in these places. Let's contrast that, though, with the advantages and disadvantages of a real casual place where creativity, for example, is valued and people can come and go whenever they want and schedule's not determined by deadlines per se. And your professionals need a certain amount of creative space before their next stroke of genius strikes. And you know that can be a very fun place to work. Feel very empowering that that's in your control, not someone else's. and Get a lot more energy out of people. On the other hand, you aren't moving towards something in particular. You don't have a specific goal you're shooting for and estimated time frame to get it done and the line of where that's going to lead to the income. And so all that's kind of up in the air and you're taking a lot of big business chances and risks there. It feels uncertain. It is uncertain. Mm -hmm. And so that is the problem there and you need a way to deal with that. Okay, now neither of those are right or wrong. They just both bring their benefits and challenges. So really our point is in trying to identify these, and we'll, we'll go into more specifically with our next series on values. Yeah. Well, our next, sorry, podcast on values. We'll go specifically into what those things are so you can learn to identify them yourself. Exactly. So we want to become more aware. We want to be able to see what these things are and say, ah, oh, that value or that process, how we structured something is contributing to this being a more, for example, competitive situation or, for example, stressful situation or, for example, nobody cares situation. And it's okay just to sit around, you know, not get on to the next project because there's something in the structure that says it doesn't matter. Once you become aware of those things, we can start feeling that's the next place we want to take people is once you can spot these things is identify which ones you can do something about and which ones you can't. Obviously, those with more power and Roles of leadership have more control over more aspects of companies' life. But everybody has control over how they show up and how they do their job. So we want to be able to identify how much we can change the situation. I feel like this is an important topic because really we want to have healthy working cultures and healthy workplace cultures. But I think what we're saying is there are a lot of not very healthy working cultures. Correct. Far more unhealthy cultures than healthy. And that's why we're using that word healthy so that we're not picking the work culture that I would choose Mm -hmm. for myself and putting it out there as a model for everybody. Many consultants do that. They have their model and they try and teach their model. What we're trying to do is say that you as a team bring a whole variety of personality skills, a whole variety of ways of doing things. Your industry itself has different demands. Some are very technical and so excellence and precision become very important values. Others are creative. And so space and individual discretion become important. And so you have to structure your processes and your atmosphere around those things. And so cultures are going to look different. So health 
where things thrive and grow and are about what they're intended to be about is our metaphor is how we're going to contrast health with unhealth. Great. Well, I look forward to exploring these attributes with you next week, Carl. I think that's all the time we have for today. Sounds great. We'll delve into values next week. Well, thanks for listening and join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.